95% of everything you do is the result of your habits, either helpful or hurtful. Welcome to Desire to Inspire Podcast. I'm Jerome. I'm a youth mentor, entrepreneur, and I'm here to bring in my life, bring in my world. And if you take 20% of what I say from all the jewels and gems dropped, you definitely make some change in your life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is real. So, I don't know what else to say. All I know is that I'm glad to be back, glad to be recording, back to putting up the knowledge and inspiration and motivation for everyone. And like, I want everyone to just know that I'm on the same journey you're on. I'm no different than you. We're all human. So, I always want to put out that, you know, we're all a work in progress. You know, and that's what I really want everyone to know that comparing yourself as a flaw, understanding yourself as a long life journey, it takes you years, you know, to really know yourself, know your habits, know your, you know, going back to the, the top of this podcast, habits really are king. But, um, you know, it's just, it's just about understanding yourself and that takes years, self-development, um, self-awareness, um, and yeah, just talking to people. Like I want to plug my book right now called Why Conversations Matter, dropping t- 2022, 100% facts. Like for me anyway, like I feel like this is one of the best books I feel like I could write because it's really about me. It's really about my life. It's really about my, my objective of, of, of the obsession of, com- of conversations. I'll just say that. And I feel like it's called Why Conversations Matter because they matter. Generally, because when you talk to someone, a therapist, when you want to talk to someone, it's about talking, you know. And the simplest thing, it's very simple. We're losing it, right? It's the art of conversation. And like I said, I've dropped this before. Um, I'm going <laughs> to always book drop. But anyway, the, um, the Science of Conversation by Elizabeth Stoke and The Art of Communication. And these two books, man, I feel like, especially like um, The Science of Conversation, it really inspired me to understand the conversation I'm having on a daily basis, the impact I'm having on people scientifically through conversation. Um, you build relationships through consistent conversation. You under, you know, you, you get close to a loved one through consistent conversation. And yeah, man, my whole, whole like thing of like talking to people is really understanding myself and people at the same time. It becomes like a double-edged sword. And yeah, man, it's like, habits become things. Let's just, let's just put the topic of the podcast out already because I feel like, for me personally, I started to build these positive habits and I really started to understand, like, if you want to be successful, it's about the habits. It's the little things. The little things become big things over time. And, like, if you were disciplined enough to really control your habits, and I'm going to go into a few different things in the podcast about, like, stuff that I've worked on, the stuff that I've um, achieved, stuff that I feel that like is successful for myself in terms of building habits, in terms of what habits are and just my mindset and what habits are and stuff like that. So anyway, habits is a consistent thing you do. We're all habitual creatures, by the way. For my, myself, I started to listen to this podcast, I don't know if I told you, called Psychology Sisters. And when I was away, I went away for a week in Amsterdam and the whole time was about personal development. It's going away. It's again, understanding I need balance. I need to have a social life. I need to have things where we're all connected to people. I had a conversation with a friend just today and she was telling me we all are social butterflies. We all need and that connection, we need it. We need to have that with people. So I feel like, you know, me going out on the weekend with my friend that I went to uni with, amazing. I need to make time for that. We're all busy. We can be overwhelmed with our own purpose and then rest in peace shocks. You know, when I went to funeral, it was like everybody that I knew, he knew. I didn't know he knew them, but when we spoke, it was like, wow, I haven't seen you in a while. And how many conversations have I had? You'd be like, oh, 
We have to meet up when we're free. Da, 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 da. But I'm like, nah, man, we need to make it happen, not just talk about it. And like, I feel my biggest distance between me and my friends is I'm more risk adverse. I just do things for the sake of it. I'll go, damn, this year I'm planning to go to Dubai. I'm planning to go to Ibiza. And literally that like thing of like going away and thinking, am I a tourist? Am I a, like, nah, I ain't a tourist. I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an investor. So I try and bring it in everything I do. So like, I met this girl recently and she's on this like high life. And it's great, right, to enjoy yourself. I don't say everyone should be this workhorse and trying to achieve dreams and it's not for everyone. Let's just be real, yeah? But she was telling me like, yeah, I want to go away for three weeks. I'm thinking to myself, time in it. I'm thinking about literally you have 168 hours in a week, right? It's what you do with your time. And for me, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to Ibiza, I want to see if I can invest in a holiday home out there. If I'm trying to work on my credit and it gets to a certain level, I want to be smart about it. Like my friend, she didn't know it, but she inspired me today. She was telling me that she was a bad property not to live in. And then that can pay for her to afford to live because it's passive income in London. She don't want to leave London. So I know many people that can't afford to live in London and they move out only because they can't afford it. And it's like a shame because if all you know is London, if all you know is your town, how do you just, some people can do it. Don't get me wrong. How can you just leave your area? So for me, that's very, very difficult. So for me, I've always said, I don't want to leave London. So if it comes to a point where I have to make the money and push and, and, and achieve what my goals and dreams that's connected to my financial um, objectives, then I'm going to really push myself and do that. So anyway, for me, I was born and raised in London, been in my whole life. My grandparents came here in the 50s, um, hold tight to the Windrush generation who really set the path. They, they were the struggle generation. I'll be real. The, the struggles that my grandparents, my parents went through in adolescence and maybe in their 20s, I can't even fathom, you know. And I'll be real. We was the, I feel like I was the middle generation, meaning that like um, the, the, the generation that was like the start of change, the start of technology, the start of just things going a different way and like the kids, I really try at my best and they might not, register straight away but I let him understand that you actually was born in a better generation than me and the the, the, the knowledge of your fingertips the things you can achieve and it's amazing because I wasn't told nothing like this when I was their age so I always make sure I push that the internet can be a tool you know like Grant could don't even said it you can actually use social media or you can be used by social media you can use your phone or you can be used by your phone like for instance I'll pick up my phone right now and I'll show you exactly the things I use my phone for. And yes, I do definitely go on Instagram. I'm a scroll addict, so I'll be real. But there's times where I look for inspiration. I follow entrepreneur and like motivational stuff just to keep me on point. And it's a balance, you know, you can't have too much of one thing. That's become, you know, when you become unhealthy, when things become unbalanced. So anyway, for me, I use my phone, my calendars, literally, I'm on my calendar every day. I'm super like organized, you know, I'm trying to really focus on what I'm doing on the day-to-day and a week-to-week and a month-to-month so the month can I can look back at the end of the month and be like you know what? I had a good February and I can go back into March and be like look I mean sorry I can go look forward into March and be like look I'm ready to really build on what I've done in February but again that goes into habits we're going to talk about that in a bit about you know every Sunday I reflect on the day and I look back and okay I look, look forward and I think okay last seven days next seven days how can it be better than um the last seven or the last 14 days you know if you want to look really back into the last 14 days. So for me, everything is about developing habits and developing positive habits. And every behavior is learned, right? We all learn 
from what we do, from our upbringing, from what we see. Um, but again, we're going to success because you always want to really knock it down to like entrepreneurship and the mindset. I feel like reading books is an obsession for me. Um, I find a way to really understand how to get information, apply it and get results. You right? That's for me personally. Everyone has to find their own way. And basically the first book I'm going to drop is called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen R. Covey. And, and the reason why I dropped that book is because like, um, I saw this Instagram, going back to Instagram, post about the seven books you need to read for 2022. And it really broke down into like personal development, business. And I did actually tell a lie. I did drop all the books um, on one another podcast. So please go and watch that. I can't remember the number, but it's a podcast for the top of 22. It talks about the books you need to read if you want to be financially independent and successful in business and whatever. So anyway, that book really knocks down into the seven habits and I'm definitely going to reel them off in a bit. But for me, that's my book for the month. So what I do every month or two months, depending on the length of the book, I say, this is my focus. And I'll be real right now and honest, like prioritization and organize. I'm, I'm very organized. I'm, I'm super OCD. I'm the OCD, D, 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 D guy. I'm super OCD, but um, I really understand that that's definitely, a, I would say a weakness, but it's definitely something I need to build on, which is my prioritization and understanding, you know, how to work through the prioritization and how to be effective. The key really about the book is being effective. You want to be doing more, less is more, right? You want to do more with less time. You want to be looking like you've got it all figured out. Because really the reality is if you do the top five things or the top, let's say 20% of what's important that gets you immediate results to your goals become more effective. So I have trying to learn, you know, every day I'm learning, every day I'm learning how to work effectively, how to get results, not even quickly, but how to get results. So I will actually read a quote. As, again, I'll go back to Instagram. Again, you can use Instagram or use the Instagram. Um, I saw this quote, right, about working, and I really want to share with everybody in this podcast because it really resonated with me personally. And it said, you've got no results, keep working. You've got bad results, keep working. You've got great results, keep working. Consistency is the key. And that's a fact. I feel like you have to believe in what you're doing and have the discipline to just do it every day. And then that doing it every day becomes a habit in terms of exactly what I'm talking about in this podcast. So anyway, the seven habits of highly effective people. And when I look, when I really looked at that, I, I really wanted to look at the word effective. I thought, what is effective? Does that mean getting results or looking at this? So what I started to do, I started to incorporate the stuff that I do day to day in my job and in the school. Then I started to incorporate the stuff that I do every day in my life, make it a thing that's just natural. Um, so anyway, I'm going to wheel off because everybody wants to be rich, right? If, we, if I ask everyone a question about, okay, who wants to be rich? Like, how many people will put their hand up, right? Everybody wants to be wealthy and successful. But it's the journey, it's the progress. It's like looking forward and thinking, okay, you know what? In 10 years, I want to be here. In five years, I want to be here. What am I doing day-to-day that's going to get me to here? And what am I doing day-to-day that's not getting me here? I'm really looking at that. So anyway, if you want to be wealthy, which is most people want to be wealthy, habits of the wealthy, these, these are like a few I'm going to wheel off that I'm practicing. So number one is writing down your goals. And I've started to write down my goals every day. And again, rest in peace to Bob Proctor. I really felt that that touched me, right? Because Bob Proctor and Brian Tracy, which is where I got the habits, and that's the audio at the beginning, about applying these habits to be successful. I looked at like Bob Proctor and how really he showed me about the mind, the mindset 
And again, I'm going back. Please listen to it. It's called Thought Become Things episode. And I talk really about your mindset and your subconscious mind and really programming your mind for success. But writing down your goals every day becomes an obsession. It becomes something that you do every day without thinking about it. you got to really think about what habits are. Habits are something that you do every day. We're habitual creatures. We go to the shop, we buy the same thing. We walk the same way home. We might talk to the same people. It's all about really habits. And if you could develop conscious rather than unconscious or subconscious habits, you could really be successful. But again, writing down my goals is a discipline, which will tie into the habits. And I have five main goals for the year and I have it on my vision board. And I just, I just, I'll be honest with you, I just make it an obsession. I just think about it every day. It just controls my whole um, thought process so it can actually become something that's tangible in the future. But anyway, writing new goals down, focusing on a single purpose. And I'll be honest with everybody in this podcast, I struggle with focusing on one thing at a time. I'm erratic, I'm ADHD. I'm, like I said, I've got OCD and I really find it hard to focus on one thing for a long period of time. Again, there's, there's apps and, and, and information for everything. And I downloaded this app, it's called Brain Focus. I'm going to put it down in the description if you read it. It's called Brain Focus. It's an app you can use to have significant breaks. And that's something that I need to work on every day. And every Sunday, I look at my um, weekly plan and I think, okay, what is something I want to work on that's a weakness? We all got strengths. We all got weaknesses. We need to understand what our weaknesses are. Mine was focused on one thing at a time. And my thing was prioritization. If it's consistent, it's fine. But we need to work on what are the habits, what are the patterns. So anyway, this thing called Brain Focus... I felt like I read an article probably about working hard or something like that. And I, I looked at like what I can extract from it. And one of them was like having breaks. So what it does, it gives you 20 minutes to work on something, then a five minute break. Then it does it like intervals. So you'll do like 20 minutes, three times, break three times, and then a big break. So in that time, I might walk from my position for if I worked in one position for a while, I'll get up. I'll just do something just irrelevant from work and not just be focused on work all the time. Because even though it's good to be productive, it's good to be focused. But in life, your 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 result, your behavior is always an unmet need, meaning that you could be imbalanced. You might think this is the old Jerome, it's all about work, 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 work. Because we need to achieve goals. We've got so many important things. But then I'm like, no, you need to really focus on what's important and have time for yourself and have time for developing relationships with people. That's my own journey. I don't know if anyone else has dealt with that. But again, like, rest in peace, man. I'm going to say it again to shots because we always say, yeah, we're busy. I'll find time. I'll make time. We never do. We never, we're never action-oriented, meaning I'll call my friend, right, that I met yesterday for a drink and a meal, and I say, look, what's the date? When you're free, let's go. Let's do this. Because we can all say when you're free. We're all busy. We've got a million one things to do. And I really look at it as like I'm more, like I told you, I'm more risk-averse than my friends. I'm like, let's go. I'm going to be far. Bam, I'm going to Amsterdam. Bam, I'm going to Dubai, right? I'm going to Atlanta as well in August for InvestFest. Hold tight to Earn Your Leisure podcast in America. So for me, I do more things than I say. Like I'm trying to really, you know, make promises to myself. And, you know, I mean, not everyone's like that. I've had to understand that and not push people away or, you know, judge people or look at them differently. But like, you know, you're just different than me. That doesn't mean that you're worse or better than me. That just means you're just different, you know? So... Anyway, going back to the habits of the wealthy, um, another one is don't procrastinate, action-oriented. Again, just keep being consistent and persistent and just keep, you know, putting, you know, matching your words with your ambition, 
Real, real success is built from what you do. You know, there's an old line, I think I said it before, you know, um, vision without execution is a hallucination. <laughs> and, and the reality is, you know, what habits are you building? You know, you know, what habits are you building? Are you building positive habits or negative habits? Wake up three hours before you have to go to work. And for me, naturally I do this. So like, I actually start work at 8.30, right? I always try to make sure that I'm a living proof, I'm a role model and I'm an example. I don't want to be a hypocrite. Nobody wants to be a hypocrite. I get to work at 8 o'clock. When the kids are late, they tell me about all these excuses and all these things. And I'll be real, even staff members. And I say, look, leave an hour early. I say, wake up early. I say, everything is in your control. The reality is there is no excuses. There, there really is no excuses. You create the excuse. And if you really want it, if you really want to be on time, you'll, you'll do it. So I wake up at 5 a.m. every single day, Monday to Friday, without fail. Yes, there are days where I fall off. I'm a slave to my moods. And I say, you know what, I can't be bothered. I don't want to do it. I have that choice when I'm in my bed, you know. When you're in a warm, comfortable bed, you're in a nice position, you don't want to get up. But it's about what's more important, having that little minutes, a couple hours or whatever it is of rest or getting up and achieving your goals and dreams. And, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's gym. Like When I go to gym and I look at my body in the mirror and I think, you know what, all them days I... I fought against the fight of sitting in my bed. I'm thankful because I really fought against it. So waking up three hours, having a morning routine, read the 5 a.m. club. There's another book. Please go and read that. Really good book. And again, back to reading. Reading 30 minutes a day. You know, for me, I can't, I'll be honest with you, but I feel because I don't blame ADHD. I just want I just want people to know that it's not about labels. When I spoke to like my family and friends about how open I am about it, I know it affects me. So I don't want to be naive and be like, you know what, it doesn't exist. And no, I have a problem with attention, you know, attention deficit. That's what they call it. Focus on long periods of time. I have problems with like understanding why I don't do things in a certain time as everybody else. That's something I deal with every single day. So I want to be open about it. And again, it's about men's mental health for this year, 2022, you know, and I want everyone to know it's cool. Like you can open up. I remember one friend told me like, oh, you got to choose who you're vulnerable with and when you're vulnerable, you can be either a slave or a master to your moods, man. You can be a slave or you can be like, well, I feel like this, I'm going to be down. Or you can be like, you know what? I'm going to rise above this and I'm going to literally be above my moods, my depression, my anxiety. Whatever you feel like is your excuse for being the way you are, you have control to change your life and there's nothing that's going to eradicate that. No situation. There's so many things I was thinking about even today on the way riding back on my bike, I was listening to music and I was thinking about like certain artists that have dealt with like certain things that you're thinking, oh man, you got success, you got money, that can solve everything. No, 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 no. Keisha Cole, amazing artist, amazing voice. She wrote a song called Let, Let It Go. And I'd be honest, people go and listen to that song, I beg you, or go and research her reality show. She had a reality show at the height of her career, right? She had these top hits records, and then behind it all, she had a mum in jail that was a crackhead that she never grew up with. She, grew, she was adopted as a child. So the reality is, let's be real, you can either be a slave or a master of your excuses. Like, the reality is no one cares. No one's going to save you. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'll put my hand up and say I suffer from depression and, you know, I go through tough times. But I'm saying that don't sit in it. Don't stew in it. Don't... Let it be the thing that's going to guide you. 
you guide it. You say, look, I'm going to counteract that every day through meditation, through exercise, through whatever it is, through opening up to a stranger for a friend. Please, I just want to put it out there because I generally feel like I'm a person who deals with this stuff. So I'm trying to say the things that I do that works, things that I do that works for me. And I say, you don't have to sit in depression. You don't have to sit in um, a poor mental attitude. That's what they call it. Like Through my gym sessions, I listen to success through a positive mental attitude. And um, literally your thoughts really, like, I really want people to really go back and listen to that. Because I really went deep into the thoughts and stuff in the last podcast about thoughts. I really want people to know that. But anyway, going back to the habits of the wealthy, um, you know, I do that again. I want everyone to know that like, when I do podcasts and that, like, I really want people to know, especially guests, I have ADHD. So what I do, I button, right? And I'll talk over people. And it's not rude. It's just the way my, my brain is. I want to get things out when they come. And again, I always want to try and be focused. But anyway, wake up three hours before you go to work. I wake up at five, start at eight. I actually start at 8.30, but I get there at eight. That's a habit that I made. I read 30 minutes for a day. I read the habits of highly effective people. That's a big book. I read about 50 minutes there, 50 minutes back to work. Um, and I take notes and I go over things. And I try and apply, which is what I'm going to go to later in the podcast. Um, and again, read two more educational books. Again, you could talk about money. You could be talking about relationships. Everything's about learning and growing. So I think I definitely put added to people. And again, network five hours each month. I feel like half of your success is who you know. Fact, it's never going to change. It's never going to be any different. It's literally what you know. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And you've got to know how to build relationships, mutually beneficial relationships to get results you want. So these are habits of um, the wealthy that I screenshotted and downloaded. But I definitely will, um, um, you know, understand, sorry, um, help people understand how I apply the information and what I do, especially in the habits of highly affected people. So I'll quickly go through it. So the biggest thing that I got from it, and I'm going over it because I've read it before, is the quadrant of tasks. So the top left quadrant is in, is urgent, important. So that's something that you do now. That's something that's important. Again, I still align with your dreams and your goals and what change you're trying to make. The second thing will be not urgent but important. Um, and then the third quadrant will be urgent but not important. Um, and then the fourth one will be not urgent um, and not important, but something that you can just do. So this is the biggest thing that I got from the book and a task I made this week. I said that I struggle with prioritization. Um, I can be, I can be, um, what's the right word? I can be busy. I can be active. But again, it's about results. Everything is about results. If you're doing the same thing, expecting a different result, that's the definition of insanity. So for instance, what I've done, so this is something I've been dealing with for a good while. And I think it goes into like my um, cognitive skills. I think they're very, I'm going to say they're low. I just said they're, they're just weak and they need strength. They need, again, habits to build them. So anyway, I've got like four sheets on my wall. Um, one of them has um, urgent and all of the sticky notes are the best. All of the sticky notes, tasks that I need to do that's in line with the goals I'm trying to achieve. I don't want to go too far into it, but obviously it... it um, Breaks up into like career, financial, um, love, um, uh, you know, all these stuff, health, you know. So anyway, they're spread across. So anyway, you've got urgent, not urgent, like I just said, um, not important, and then things that can relate to later. So I've put them out. And visually, that's how I work. Um, too many words, they don't work for me. Too many words, I just get lost. I might read something and just forget it in two minutes. So I need to, again... Everybody, just use what works well for you. 
Um, but if everybody wants to know the seven habits, I really want to put them out there right now. That's something that this month and next month, well, I should say January, February, really, I really want to put myself to finish the book. It is big and I'm consuming it through audio. So the seven habits of highly affected people. One, be proactive. Two, begin with the end in mind. Three, put first things first. Four, think win-win. Five, seek first to understand, then be understood. Six, synergize. And number seven, sharpen the saw. And I don't want to go too deep into it. I beg, like, if you really want to be interested about habits, go and read the book. I'm slowly going through it. So, again, I've read it before or I've listened to it before, but now I'm actually literally listening to it, stopping, applying information and just um, measuring the results. So, at the moment, I'm trying to go through each habit um, throughout the month. And I've done the be proactive, which I'm always proactive. I'm always you know, doing stuff. Uh, beginning and the end of mind. If you're trying to achieve a goal, what are the little, again, habits that's going to get you to your goal today? You might not get it in six months to a year, but if you're consistent every day, every week, you definitely will get a result. But first thing first, this is where I'm at now um, in terms of prioritization. So literally, I'm on habit five, uh, which is seek first to understand and be understood. But I've gone back because this is the week where I really want to be strengthening my prioritization skills. So I've gone back to putting first thing first. Um, so what I do, I want to put it out there what I do so people maybe want to use it or do something that works for them. I group everything that I'm doing. So from like the charity, from my health, from my work, from everything, I put things in bubbles and then I have like um, everything in that bubble prioritizing like what's more important, what's not important. And then obviously in my productivity planner, I do that. But again, it, it spreads across because again, what's more important to me is a career. I prioritize everything within the career. And then financial, I process everything in that. I make sure that I'm focused on the top two or the top five things within each category in each section. Again, it takes a lot of work. Like every week when I reflect on the week and I look back, um, then I look forward about what I'm doing. I really try and um, make sure that I'm building on my weaknesses and um, enhancing my strength. So, yeah, if everyone wants to get that book, please go and get it. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Um, but yeah, like, you know, habits really are the cornerstone of progression and what you do. If you look at like what you're not doing, I, I want to put the, 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 the Tony Robbins audio out there because I remember like him telling me like, you know, failure isn't just this one massive event or success. It's the little things. It's, it's what you're doing every day when no one's watching. It's, you know, people practicing years in public where they get rewarded and praised for in private. You know, so my whole life, I'll be honest with you, is to be a living proof. And if someone can get something from that and apply it, that's the biggest joy of my life. I want it more than people. I wouldn't say I'm a people pleaser, but I would definitely say that I love people. I'm a people person. And like the the, the beauty and the joy of seeing someone progress in front of your eyes, there's no feeling. Money can't buy that. The, the dopamine you get from anything in life isn't bigger than just seeing someone you've put effort into and they progress. That's why I love what I do in my job. Like every day I work with the youth and it's just one day. It's just what you're like, wow. My, like when I, like the school I'm at now, I ain't been there long. When Christmas came, I got at least three, four kids that gave me cards, like that, you know, gave me a gift. One of them gave me a gift. I was shocked. I didn't know the impact that had on the kids. And it's like that OCD, that obsessive, that, Thing of like, but you can put effort and be addicted to the good things. You can put effort into achieving your own goals. You can put effort and consistency in helping somebody else achieve their goals. 
and um, yeah, man, it's, it's a good place I'm at because I'm definitely happy and definitely content, and I want to do more and achieve more. So, you know, it's really about habits, rituals, and routines. So habits, um, I'm gonna reel down kind of what it is and kind of you know a document I got in front of me that only wants to understand habits. So a settled or regular tendency of practice, essential one that is hard to give up. Again, we're all habitual. We do things without thinking about it. So that's what we've got to do, trying to rewire that um, subconscious to conscious. Ritual. Ritual is something you do consistently. Without, like, it's kind of like a habit, but it's like, you do things every day. Like, I feel gym for me is ritual. It's a ritual. I get up every morning and I go gym, six to seven, you know. And a routine, again, will tie into that. And all that kind of will work into like a lifestyle, um, uplifting negativity, and understanding how you can enhance your physical and mental health. I talked about this before. The gym is more about my mental than my physical. Um, I literally just came back tonight as well. Um, and again, make a promise to yourself, build your self-esteem and your self-confidence. Makes you feel better about yourself. Um, and that's kind of what habits are to me. I want to really look at the things that I do and the things that I apply in terms of habits. And I'm going to just do this last section of the podcast talking about the habits and routines that I apply. So this is an old line and it said it takes 15 days to create a good habit and 21 days to break a bad habit. I'm not going to get too personal, but right now I'm trying to do both. And they're extremely, 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 extremely difficult. I get tested every single day. The universe really puts things in my place to say, look, are you ready for it? There's many times where I folded. You know, 10 years today, not even today, but 10 years, sorry, this year, um, is the year I stopped smoking. I stopped smoking weed. I stopped smoking cigarettes. So I genuinely believe it was a series of events of me trying, 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 but I relapsed so many times. And it was just that one day I was speaking about it literally to my friend yesterday when we went out for our meal. It was one of the people that was on his course, an actor, that I was standing on the steps in Central School Speech and Drama in Swiss Cottage and talking about stop smoking. And seeing him relapse made me feel, I don't want to feel guilty. I don't want to feel like a hypocrite. I'm going to push myself now to say that I'm not smoking. And the fact, I was I was literally a consistent smoker. So the fact that I was not smoking is mad because I really feel like between the not smoking in 2012 and the marathon last year was one of the hardest things I've done in my entire life. My life is full of adversity and things I have to overcome and challenges and barriers. and But them two things particularly were the hardest things I had to do mentally. Because like I said, it's all about mental. So the, the smoke, as I always, every time I go through anything tough, I say, look, I just smoked for 13 years and I stopped for 10. Like, come on, man. So, yeah, again, it's a habit. It's really understanding how you, what, what are the triggers that makes you pick up a cigarette or a spliff or, or a drink or, you get me? And again, the self-development and self-awareness journey can take years, but in denial can really hold you back. So anyway, my weekly um, hours, like everybody, is 168 hours and 24 hours in a day. All depends on what you do with it and it's your choice all depends on what your commitments or obligations are in your life in that moment so for me i dedicate myself to doing at least five hours gym a week um my travel time i calculate all the travel time and i look at okay that's when i consume the seven habits i lift it to people via audio right subconsciously going in my brain if i need to stop the audio write a note down in my phone i do that stop my bike in the middle of the street pull up put a note down that's how obsessive I am. Um, and I work from home. Every evening I, I come home and I work hard into the evenings. I work hard into the nights. 
It's a struggle. It's a sacrifice, but it's necessary. It's something that I need to do. Um, it's the comfort. It's like sacrificing your short-term level of comfort for the long-term gain. And I really feel like short-term pain, long-term gain is a real line because it really feels like the immediate gratification can really, like, you can be a slave to that, right? <laughs> or you can be like, you know what? Instant gratification, it's not for me, you know? I really want, I want to think about the future. And yeah, the future isn't promised. Nothing's promised in life but death. But if you can live every day like it's your last, you can literally achieve what you want to achieve. Sleep. And I, I think everybody will put this out there and say, like, oh, you need to have seven, eight hours. and da-da-da. But for me, I'll be real with you. Today is a busy day. Like, for my World Cup, I've been active. I had a mentoring session. I've done my food shopping, came back. I've had to get my clothes ready for the week. I've had to wash my clothes. I've had to plan my work week. It's a lot, man. So like, And I had to go gym. So when I came back now, I had to record this podcast again, going back to like creating habits. Because when I started this podcast, I'll be real with you, like, when I started and I was recording it like every day, I was like, this is long, bro. I can't be bothered. And every time I was a slave to my mood, I never got any results. Even when I pushed myself to not like record a podcast, it ended up being the best thing I ever done. So I feel like everyone should do that. Everyone should push themselves. Everyone should be self motivated. And if you ain't that strong and your self discipline isn't that strong, partner up with someone, right? Ring someone and say, look, I'm trying to achieve this. I beg you, support me. Um, I beg you, like, tell me where I'm going wrong. Um, and that's it really, man. Like, I know nobody wants to um, sacrifice sleep, but, you know, if you want to be able to achieve results, you need time and that time sleeping. You know, I don't want to go into my last week. It's been colourful. Since I came back from Amsterdam, it's, I've been active. I haven't I haven't stopped, I'll be honest with you. Um, and, yeah, man, like, working hours. So, in your work day, for me, I look at my work days, you know, building relationships, learning every day, getting experience, Things, you know, it's going to help me in, in the future I'm trying to build or the things I'm trying to build prior to what I'm doing now. So I look for little things that I can use to build. And everyone knows I'm a morning routine um, person. I get up at five, I make my bed, eat healthy food, I brush my teeth, wash my face. Um, again, like I said, while I'm traveling, I listen to audio book. <clears throat> I go to the gym. Um, I maintain my personal hygiene, having a shower. Um Again, like I have my healthy breakfast in the morning. Facts, like I'll make sure that's a habit. Um, so that's it, really. And I work, come home, and I grind to the night. You know, and I'm an even routine um, where I work on. I think mainly for me, I want to work on like the things that are not as important in the day. So like 24 hours in a day, you spend like the morning on the health. The middle might be on relationships and like career. And then the evening might be finances. So I read books about, you know, building a credit score and understanding how to eliminate debt and how to save, how to invest crypto. You know, so I portion my days at like what's important to me. So like I said, the top of the day is health because health is the most important. And then the middle might be career and the last might be finance. So I'm going to leave you with this, right? I want everyone to understand you can achieve anything you put your mind to, right? You're your worst enemy and your best friend. You need to understand that. You need to understand that you're the only thing that's stopping you from achieving what you've got to achieve, right? And don't hold yourself back. Don't waste another day. Life is short, right? And you really got to understand that you're in control of your life. I'm Jerome from Desire to Inspire Podcast, and I'm out.